he doesn't really have to put that much effort into anything. And so he has time, yeah, to just like perfect the culinary arts because rich people, you know, rich people have time for hobbies um, and the the resources to to afford them as well. (laughs) Must be nice. Yeah. Can't relate. where we hate spinnerbait but we love a hot dog party oh i do like that yeah, one that's that's, that's what i that's what i decided to go for this week i had a couple options because we are gonna get into a little announcement for everyone who just listens to us and doesn't follow us on instagram yes. which if you're not following us on instagram why come hang out with us come follow us on Seriously. instagram but if you're not we do need to announce something at the top of this episode but first hi it's me. Hi, I'm Bethany. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. And with me, as always, is Michael Ann. Michael Ann, would you like to tell the fine people uh, our little bit of news that we have? Yes. So first, I just want to say I have fantasy music playing in the background. I'm sorry if y'all can hear it. I have to mute the outside noises or my dog will bark. Secondly, yeah, we're we're changing the structure of hate spinnerbait. So we're going to do mm. closer to one hour episodes on Tuesdays where we only talk about Destin. I mean, will we go on side tangents? Most Obviously. Times. Yeah. Given. But that is why we are sticking to one chapter, two if they're short. Yes. Um, And then Thursday, we're going to do a free for all. We're going to do we might review some books. We might talk about some TV shows. But we're going to start it off by just chatting, probably. Yeah. Yeah. We realized, as you said before, we just love hearing ourselves talk. And we have had a lot of episodes recently where it's been like 40 minutes into the the episode. We haven't gotten to the book or these books. Some of these chapters are really meaty and certain parents really get us riled up. So we're like, okay, Uh, looking at our stats, these episodes are getting real long. It's getting real hard for people to finish them, which is totally understandable. We're not going to cut out the chit chat because sorry, sometimes when like Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce, we must discuss it, but maybe we can do that on another day and then we can stick to purely Destin on Tuesdays, Destin Tuesdays, baby. And we will, yeah, we'll have a little thing. So that's, that's the plan is so we can, if for all of you who love the chatter, don't worry, it's not going anywhere. It's just going to have its own special, separate, exciting day to look forward to. For all of you who love the Destin, also don't worry, it's not going anywhere. That's the whole reason we formed this podcast. But there's just a lot of other early aughts things that we might want to discuss. Like, yeah, we might want to watch a little Degrassi. We might want to watch some other like YA movies or read some more YA books and whatever. So that's that's what we're gonna do on thursdays and also because i'm really nosy and i love like a mailbag episode when like my favorite podcasts do mailbag episodes 
we'll probably do some mailbag episodes where we will ask your questions and answer them because I love listening to those. So if any of you are interested in something like that, we're totally down. Obviously, we are open books. (laughs) Obviously, if you've ever (laughs) we're not holding back. We're not holding back. All right. So look at us. We're jumping right in. Right in. We are we haven't even hit five minutes yet, y'all. And we're like, boom, we're doing it. We're talking we're along it. for the ride right away. Well, actually, first we are going to recap along for the ride. Yes. <laughs> what have we read yes. uh so far? So we have been set on fire emotionally mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Hayden's both of Hay- Hayden. <laughs> Who the hell is Hayden? Auden's parents. Good old Hayden. <laughs> Good old Hayden. Um, Auden's parents, because they are a little pretentious. They have a lot of ingrained misogyny, and they're not very nice. Just no. like bottom line. Bottom line, not nice people. Mom's a professor. Dad is like a somewhat successful, like academic author. Um, he writes those fancy books that are like really boring. <laughs> And they're divorced. Dad is now married to Heidi. She's 26. Very strange. And they have a baby, Fisby. That's a name. Why is it? Uh, uh, I almost said Hayden again. Who is Hayden? Uh, Who is that? Hayden Christensen? Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> I, I, is that just, am I the only one who has Hayden Christensen on the brain because of how good Ahsoka was this past week? I get it. I get the Freudian slip. I'm sure that's not who you're referencing, but it's all no. I can think about right now. <laughs> I can't watch that show because, like, let's not get too much into this, but I can't watch that show because I can't keep up with all of the Star Wars stuff because it's overwhelming. We'll talk. If y'all want to hear more about my thoughts on Ahsoka, uh, come hang out with us on Thursday. I'm sure I'll, we'll talk about it this week. So, yeah, come hang out so, with us. <laughs> Auden, not Hayden, Auden is starting to like dip her toes into the world of female friendships with the girls that she works with at Heidi's store. And there's also this like mysterious boy named Eli and they're kind of like seeing each other around town. And yeah, they are. Here we are. Chapter nine. Chapter nine, baby. And that's it. That's all we're covering. We hope that you like a nice slow and steady pace. It wins the race because we too, we talk too much. We've, found out to do we more really than do. a chapter or two at a time <laughs> so that's that what we're doing baby we laughed at the thought of only doing one chapter at a time and now we're like yeah we're we should do, do that, that. <laughs> <laughs> we should one second thought i've realized that's actually not about idea yes all right here we go i'm gonna attempt to hold this on my cold can i'm not even drinking dr pepper right now guys i don't even know who i am anymore Oh my god, Bethany's having an off day. I really am. Just it's been a whole day. But chapter nine. I'm gonna get some of my anger out on these parents. So let's go. Let's go. So, um, we open chapter nine. Her dad is running around the house yelling about how his book is done. Absolutely not a care in the world for any sleeping babies Mm -mm. or any sleeping daughters. Sure is. Does not give a fuck. Running around, Auden pulls him into her room, and she's like, "Shush, the baby's sleeping. Like, Heidi didn't get any sleep last night." And um, he's like, "How do you even know she's sleeping?" And it's like, "Well, come on, dude." So 
You're like, she's like, because I actually pay attention to the child, unlike you, <laughs> sir. Right. I just used my brain, and I said, "There's probably sleeping." Um. So yeah, he finishes the book. He's real excited about it. Um. I didn't think he was gonna finish the book. So honestly, I'm shocked. <laughs> We're proud of him for this one achievement. <laughs> yeah. You go, Robert. Oh my god, his name is Robert. Why am I just yeah, now realizing Robert. that? I'm pretty sure Robert. I've called him Robert um, in post episodes. <laughs> but we usually oh just call god. him Autumn's dad. So that's probably why. My, I swear to god, my brain functionality is like down the past couple days. Like plummeting. Like I I don't know. I'm dumber recently for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway. Sure why um yeah so the baby is sleeping Heidi is exhausted looking at per huge and she's like oh wow that's wonderful he's like let's go out to dinner just the two of us and Heidi's like well I don't want I don't think we can take the baby and he's like we'll find a sitter didn't Isabel our girl say she'd Ah. love to come help you out out one night um (laughs) It says Heidi blinked at him. She honestly looked like pictures of prisoner of wa- prisoners of war I'd seen in history. <laughs> and it's like, well, if the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Isabel's out of town. She's not going to watch the baby. So uh, Dad was. It's like Auden. Why don't you go ahead and watch the baby? Heidi's like, no, 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 no. That's okay. Like that's not fair. He's like, oh, I'm sure Auden won't mind. Doesn't mind. And it's like. You're sure? Are you sure about that? Did you ask her? No? Okay. But she says here, I probably should have been annoyed by this easy assumption, but honestly, looking at Heidi agreeing felt more like an intervention than a favor. Yeah. Again, Auden actually looking out for Heidi, unlike our yes. boy Robert here, who could not give a damn. Could not give a damn. All right, truly. So, yeah, so she, Auden is going to take the baby to work with her. So Heidi's like really hesitant to do this, but, you know, Robert is like, who gives a shit, basically? (laughs) You know what I mean? He's like, like, why isn't everything always about me all the time? I made an accomplishment. Come celebrate me. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I've been writing this book for 47 years, but I finally finished it, and I neglected three children in the process. Worth it. Hashtag worth it, in his opinion. Yeah, so then he takes the baby from Heidi so that she can go shower and get ready, and he doesn't hand the baby over to Auden. Yeah. He actually, like, rocks the baby, and absolutely mind-boggling, really. Yeah, even Auden is, like, surprised by it. Yes. She's like, but maybe people can change or at least try to. I was beginning to see evidence of it everywhere, even though I knew enough to not be convinced just yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced dad's making any changes. Yeah. Personally. I gotta say, personally, I'm thinking it's a no. Yeah. I'm skeptical. <laughs> so it had been a week since my long night out. And since then, my knowledge of Kobe nightlife only continued to expand. Um, so she says her nights alone were boring, but her nights with Eli Ooh. have been very 
fun and exceptional <laughs> i love that she goes to the they go to the laundromat sharing pie and coffee with clyde as he detailed his latest culinary adventures i love that for clyde mm-hmm. yeah you know, how great would it be to just start to just own like a bunch of businesses, not really have to do anything. Right. And then just like teach yourself how to bake. Yeah. And, like, and you just, coffee. exactly. Like he is raking in the dough. He doesn't really have to put that much effort into anything. And so he has time. Yeah. To just like perfect yeah. cu- the culinary arts because rich people, you know, rich people have time for hobbies um, and the, the resources nice. to, to afford them as well. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. Can't relate. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been having a lot of must be nice moments this week, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then they go to the park mart. That's hard to say. Um, they go to the boardwalk after last call when a guy named Muhammad set up a pizza cart outside the most popular clubs to sell the best slice of cheese mm-hmm. at a dollar fifty a pop. That is a very downtown nightlife. Yes thing for yep. sure i mean i have and it's genius very smart it is it is i don't have a ton of downtown nightlife experience personally but which is surprising i know that is you know that 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 is like a little spread i don't have a ton you know it's weird i don't have a ton from when i was actually like legally allowed to go out and drinking not saying that i haven't gotten to bars and downtown like clubs and stuff when i was of legal age but um, I was more into the nightlife scene between like 18 and 21. When you're like, when you're 18, you can get into a club, but oh, you yeah. have like the hideous X's on your hands. I was way more into it then because I was like, I just want to go and dance. And then, yeah, when I moved to Orlando, I just like, honestly, I didn't go out like a ton, a ton downtown. Just like having to deal with parking or Ubering or whatever is such a hassle. And oh, yeah, there was that whole thing about how it was terrifying because, oh, I don't know maybe a hate crime had been committed at a nightclub and a bunch of people had died. So I was like, mm, do I want to go like to downtown where someone could kill me or do I want to like stay in tonight? I'm going to stay in tonight. <laughs> yeah. I actually, all of my really good memories from when I first moved to Orlando are at the gay nightclubs like Pulse and Parliament House. Parliament mm. House, legendary. Yeah. Pour one out for Parliament House. Pour one out for Parliament now. House. Um, But... They are technically downtown. That is true. Yeah, it's kind of more so, like downtown adjacent. The rims of town. Yeah. The the rim, if you will. As we would say in Gainesville terms, there's midtown and downtown, which like really it's it's all down one street, but they are very far apart. So it's kind of like like where those clubs are in Orlando were more like midtown and then there's like downtown, but we didn't call it that in Orlando. Just yeah, I don't know. The parking was not a problem. Right. It was so fun. Pour one out for Pulse too. What am I talking yeah. about? Both of those clubs. No do longer. Not exist anymore. Yeah. Sad. Parliament House is less sad. Yeah, that's just, that one's a bit of a different right. story. <laughs> yes, but the the Pulse one, sad. Uh, for <sighs> obvious sad. reasons. Very sad. Yeah. But yeah. There you go. So there you yeah. have it, everyone. That's our thoughts on downtown night. But yes, pizza by the slice, big thing. And if you're, you know, going mm-hmm. out, if you're drinking, mm-hmm. you're going out, there's someone who is smart enough to set up a cart and sell you cheap pizza. Mm-hmm. Or like falafels. Yes. All right. Let's see. 
yeah so she's like i have this whole like i have this whole like uh routine now she leaves clementines after closing um spends some time shooting the breeze with the girls she says and then she makes her excuses heads off by herself 15 minutes half an hour an hour later she's at the gas grow or the beach bean she would cross paths paths with Eli and the adventures would begin adventures. so in this scene that she's recollecting oh my god get your shit together <laughs> breathe in and out girl in this scene she's no I still can't figure out how to say it recollect see my brain she- <laughs> wait yeah to recollect that's a word right recollect Okay, so she's recollecting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I, but for some reason, you have me doubting it now. But no, that is correct. Recollecting, as I recall, <laughs> to recollect. I don't know. It does sound really weird. Why does recollecting not sound like a real word? CC, CC is not a real word. <laughs> CC is also now just Google. <laughs> CC. Instead of ask Jeeves, we have asked. Yeah, CC. That is, I'm I'm now actually going to legitimately Google because the more you say the word recollecting, the more it sounds fake. But I think that's it. That's the word. Yeah, I think. To recollect, right? Recollecting. Can you recollect in current present tense? Right. Like, is that? Yeah. Wait recollecting that is how you that's how you say it oh my god okay remember okay well, to mind he cannot recollect the reason but and the, but if you look up like present it's present participle is recollecting yes english it's a doozy of a language it is a fucking doozy so this in this scene that she's recollecting <laughs> they are in, they are bowling at a place called Tenpin. A couple towns over from Colby. Um, late night bowling. Honestly, such a vibe. I've done that before, and I loved it. Love that. Love that for them. Um, I don't bowl often, though. I will say, I am a terrible bowler. I do blame it oh, on no. the fact that I am left-handed, though, and I've only ever been taught to bowl by righties. So it's my excuse. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think I'd be bad anyways, um, but I, I just think it, it that makes me feel better if I say it's for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it's because I'm not sports oriented, like <laughs> Auden says about her parents. Just not, but just he's not like, sports oriented. She's like, he says, but it's indoors. You should be like a pro at this. <laughs> and she says, you know, when I told you I'd missed out on a lot of things, I didn't mean that I was necessarily sorry about all of them. And he's like, listen, you'd be sorry if you never bowled. And then he kind of shows her, like, how to bowl. And she does a terrible job. She throws the ball over several lanes, which I have done. (laughs) It's not that hard to do. Um, So he's teaching her how to bowl. They they figure it out. She figures it out. Um, She says, since our first night out together a week earlier, this was pretty much how it had been. Constant back and forth, sometimes serious, more often not. So cute. They have adorable Des and Banter. Yes. The best bands. The best bands. <laughs> best um, bands in the biz, that Sarah. <laughs> and now that's a Sarah Dessen guarantee. 
the best pants in town. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, so then she says, like, their relationship wouldn't be the same if they were hanging out IRL, like, in the daytime. Mm. She says, Were you about, about to say IRL? Like, they, they weren't hanging out. <laughs> and then you're like, no, yes. wait, they do hang out IRL. It's just at, late at night. It's just me who doesn't hang out with anyone yeah. IRL. It's just um, yeah. <laughs> vibes, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So they do that. <laughs> it's different in the nighttime than it would be in yes. the daytime or the evening. And so she says, like they always seem to be tart. They always seem to be talking, walking around. They just, you know, what they just mesh. They just vibe together and. I love that. I love this line coming up where, you know, so she's talking about how, like, obviously she says uh, it all took on a bigger meaning in the dark. And then she said, you know, they're always talking, um, time ahead and behind, like childhood. And, you know, this is where they kind of really delve into the whole making up for lost time thing. And they're at getting Slurpees at the gas grow. And he says, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. And I was like, I want that on a bumper <laughs> sticker. That's so good. It's never too late to have a happy childhood. And it's like, yeah. And honestly, like, what a kind of weird, but kind of carry over theme from Lock and Key, where Jamie was like really trying to make up for the fact that Cora and um, Ruby had yeah. such a like crap childhood and it, he, his vibes are very much it's never too late to have a happy childhood like we can make up for all these traditions we can do all these things now and I love that Eli kind of has the same vibe and I just think that's honestly like a very optimistic outlook it's a very funny line like they're grabbing slurpees at 3 a.m and he says it but it's honestly a very cool optimistic outlook to have on life like just because you had a shitty childhood like doesn't mean that your life has to be shitty and that you can't enjoy childish things or, you know, make up for it mm-hmm. later on or whatever. And like, thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Sometimes you need to hear that. <laughs> and I had a good childhood. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's really, but no, I just feel like, I do feel like I say this all the time to people. Like growing up, I watched a lot of coming of age stuff. And in high school, like, I'm not saying I didn't come of age because I did, but I just like I, I just remember like watching these shows and they were doing like these parties and this, this and this that. And I'm like, I don't do that stuff. Like, am I doing teenagehood wrong? And it really wasn't until college that I really felt like I was doing that kind of stuff. And I always felt like a late bloomer. But no, like I just think like there's no right or wrong time to do like everyone kind of comes of age. Everyone kind of comes into their own at their own time. And I think for me, it just happened to be like, I really figured out who I was in college or whatever. And, and I also Mm. am a firm believer that like, you come of age time and time and time, like, again, like it isn't a one time thing. Like you're coming into so many different parts of your life all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, you know, I just, I, I was like an adult kid and he was like, but you were a kid. Like, he's basically like, okay, Auden, this is fucked up. Yeah. He's okay, like, we're gonna, what your parents did to you this? is real fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And then he says that his um, house was the total opposite of hers. Kids central all the time. All the kids in the neighborhood would come over and hang out at his house. His mom would make them snacks and whatever. And you know what? You got to love that neighborhood mom. Yeah. Yeah. You got to love her. Pour one out She's for so the neighborhood nice. moms for sure. 
Pour one out for the neighborhood oh, moms. Neighborhood moms. Legends. I think they're just wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So then she's like, wow, your mom sounds amazing. And he's like, yeah, she is. Which is so cute. Good mommy relationship <laughs> for do. Eli. We love that. We love that someone in this book has good parents. <laughs> yes. Yes. There always has to be some good parents. Although yeah. there really weren't in Lock and Key. No, they were all pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Unless you count Jamie and Cora as like parental figures, which I guess kind of, but eh, you know. Pseudo parents. Yeah, yeah, pseudo parents. Exactly. Yes. And then she, he kind of describes his family members. Um, he says everybody lives with her still. It takes a while for anyone to move out because they're so happy at home, which is honestly a good sign. Yeah. Um, and... Then he says, Jake's the baby. He's really spoiled and he will stick with his mom until some girl is stupid enough to marry him. <laughs> some girl is stupid enough to marry him. Some girl. Yeah, some girl is, is the problem. Yeah. Yes. And then she does that whole like, I didn't, I hooked up with your brother, but I didn't like it. And I'm, and I'm embarrassed. Mm hmm. Then she tells him about how um, Hollis has been. I don't think I realize this. Hollis has been in Europe for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Like it's not like oh his like summer abroad or like oh it's a gap year. Like he's he's been in it for a while now. Yes. Which I honestly, mean, oh the dream. <laughs> like again, right. if I had someone who was footing the bill and was like, yeah, go live in Europe for a couple of years, on it, I'd be on it so quickly. Right. Right, me too. Like, honestly, Hollis is very privileged. Yes. Very privileged. So, wow. And then he say, then Eli says, well, this seems kind of selfish considering he got the only childhood. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah. Like, Eli gets to go run around Europe for two years, mooching off his... Eli. Hollis gets to run around Europe for two years, mooching off his parents, and Auden had to be, like, writing academic articles when he was 12. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> what the S is this? Right. <sighs> but then she's like, it, you know what? You said it's never too late for my happy childhood. And he's, like, committed to this. And um, then Eli kind of like, you know, is kind of hating on himself here. He's like, oh, you know, I've had too much of a childhood. Like even my BMX career was just like playing. I was not serious. You know, he's like, you know, you should do it, but not too much. Basically, he's he's blaming himself for um, Abe's death. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, Eli has some of his own hangups, which is mm -hmm. understandable. Oh, this is when she throws the ball across lanes. Yeah. And the guy's like, whoa, careful there. And I just picture it being like some New York City cabbie. He's like, ah, watch out. And you're like, I'm walking here. <laughs> but they're in Colby, North Carolina. So like, it's not. He was probably like, hey, don't do that. But in my mind, he's like, hey, ah, what you doing? <laughs> Hey, I don't know. That's what my mind goes to clearly. Hey, I'm walking here. 
And Ben Auden beats herself up because she's not good at bowling right away. And he's like, well, you've never bowled before. So just maybe try again. Um, if this isn't the most gifted girl syndrome, though, like yeah. 100% where it's like, I'm not good at it right away. I suck. I'm the worst. I'm just going to give up. And it's like, no one is good at anything right away. You have to work at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But boy, I do I feel that struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made a couple mistakes at work this week simply because I'm still pretty new. So I there's a lot of stuff I still don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, fire me because this <laughs> is suck. terrible and I'm terrible and I'll never get better. And if I'm not great at this right away and if I don't have all this information already, then who am I? What what's, am I? What's even the point? Why? Why? Why am I here? <laughs> I don't even know what's wrong with me. Lots of things. <laughs> so this is when we find out that he, Eli has made this his quest. Yes. Eli has made this her, her quest. quest. Yes. Which she is confused um, about that term. Which I like that he says that he's like, you know, like in Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, you're searching for something, you've lost your need. It's a quest. And he's like, maybe it's a guy thing. And this is the one time that I was like, Eli, why does like in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars automatically have to be a guy thing? I think he just means in general, like the the search and the journey, like making it like a kind of competitive thing is probably more of like a guy thing because that's just like how men operate or whatever, supposedly. Again, hashtag not all men. Um, but I was like, Eli, what a what a weird way to word that. But she doesn't understand that reference, Eli, because she didn't have a childhood, so she didn't watch Star Wars like all children do. Because <laughs> that was probably too lowbrow for her parents. Uh. And honestly, like in all those movies, it is about a, a boy a, a or boy. a man going yeah. on a quest. Until very recently, when finally it's about women yes. going on a quest, and then a bunch of men got mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So They're like this isn't you know. true to the story, yeah. and it's like this is impossible. Why? Why is she so good at things? And why is there a black man who's also good at things? And it's like, yeah. oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, um, it's just not scientifically possible for there to be black people here. Yeah. And it's like there's, it's not scientifically possible to live on another planet in another galaxy and fucking fly. Yeah, it's like the- the blue Spaceships. alien dude's okay, but it's the it's the black guy. Right. <laughs> That's unrealistic in this scenario. Right. Oh, it's like okay, like Yoda's no problem, right? But like, <laughs> but like all right, okay. That's oh cool, my cool. god. We love toxic fandom. We do. Boy, do we love it! Just, <laughs> so good. But yes, he says that, um, so he's like, all right, so if you don't get the whole concept of the quest thing, just call it chicken salad. I don't care. Um, he's like, my point is I'm in, but like within reason. And so now she's like chicken salad. And he's like, you know, I said that as a kid, call it chicken salad. And she's like, no, no, I, I did not. And so he's just like, geez, seriously, what have you been doing your whole life on it? Like what? And she's like, I can't state this enough. I did not have a childhood. That's what that's what I was mm-hmm. done doing. So, yeah, the, she says um, that there were endless ways to spend your days. I knew that none of them right or wrong. But given the chance for a real do over another way around, who would say no? Not me. Not then. Call it crazy or just chicken salad. But within reason or even without it, I was in too. So they've officially set off on a quest 
to uh, let Auden have a childhood. She's she's about to go off to college, and it seems like the perfect summer to to make up for some of the things she didn't get to do in her in her youth. Love it. Love it. And now we flash back to where we started the chapter, which is Robert. It's all about me. Uh, good old our, our friend Rob. He and his wife Heidi are out to dinner. And so as we know, Auden was all like, yeah, I'll take this bee. Mostly because she was like, Jesus Christ, poor Heidi, like never gets to do anything or sleep or like wash her hair. Like the, the I'm going to give her this one, you know. So we're back. They're at Clementine's and uh, – all the girls are like, what did you put this baby in? Because she put her in a black onesie and like, I don't know, this is like kind of like army cargo pants, which I don't think is that bizarre of an outfit. But they're all like, babies belong in pastels. Like, why is this baby broody? Why does this baby look like it's ordering a chai latte at a coffee house on poetry <laughs> night? <laughs> and then, which of course, um, that, uh, whatchamacallit, mm-hmm. Esther is, I believe, the one who, because she did have like a goth phase or something. Is that my right? Is it Esther that had the goth phase? Who's like, I don't think it's that crazy. Um, yes. She's like, I don't think the black is weird. And Leah's like, of course you'd say that. Uh, look what you're wearing. And she's like, it's not black, it's navy. And so they were saying like she like went through her goth phase or whatever back in school. And it's like, well. A lot of millennials did. Yeah, it's it happened. Who, who hasn't? Who hasn't? Um, Not me. Like- <laughs> but most people did. Most people had a Wednesday Adams moment. I'm, I just hung out I'm with all shocked. the gosh, and I was like, I was the roommate and Wednesday who was like, I'm here in my pastels, but I like you goth people. Aww. I love Edith. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I could not think of her name. Edith. Edith might be my favorite character in that whole show, probably because I relate to her. <laughs> I love Edith. I love that show. Yeah, I can't wait for good. season two. Season two is going to be fire whenever the writers get their demands and the actors. And they fucking better. Yes. Looking at so, you, Bob Iger. Bobby Bobby I. <laughs> don't even get me started on Bob Iger. That's for... That's for a Thursday. Episode. That's for that's for a Thursday. This we our new thing now. We're like, that's for Thursday. Save it for Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I also really like how Ma- when Maggie says babies wear pastels, this sets Auden off. She's like, says who? Society. The same society, I might add, that dictates that little girls should always be sugar and spice and everything nice, which encourages them to not be assertive. And that, in turn, then leads to low self-esteem, which can lead to eating disorders and increased tolerance and acceptance of domestic, sexual, and substance abuse. Yeah. Whoa. Is Auden Whoa. a member of this podcast? <laughs> she, she went off real quick. That sounds like something, a really like innocuous thing could be said, and that's where we would go. So I can't even blame her. But also, it's a little bit of her mom just getting in her brain yeah so Auden going off on her little like society feminist rant but also it's like well a little bit of that obviously comes from her mother like being all I wear all black and I'm a serious woman I should be taken seriously because I act more like a man which makes me be taken seriously Mm -hmm. in society and it's like okay I think like not to tell anyone they're doing feminism wrong but uh I think you might be doing feminism wrong. <laughs> I think you might be doing feminism wrong. Their sister friend. Yep. Yep. 
very uh third wave i believe mm-hmm. um also i think it's really funny that fisbee starts crying mm-hmm. and leah says maybe it's her low self-esteem <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good it was a good little that was a good one it's a good one leah you crack me up these girls i tell you i love them i love these girls yeah, then they make Leah makes fun of Leah gets made fun of for dyeing her hair blonde for Joe Parker. And Leah's a real redhead, so they're like, real redheads should never do that. I agree. Mm. If you have natural red hair, leave it alone. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Be ginger and proud, my friends. Also, dyeing your hair blonde. So my natural hair color is auburn. So like reddish brown. And it usually looks pretty brown unless I, like, spend a lot of time out in the sun. Then it, it would get quite red, like, in, you know, if I was, like, spending time out in the pool in the summer or something, uh, which is why I just wanted to dye it red because I hated when I wouldn't spend a lot of time out in the sun and it would just, like, look, like, mousy brown. No offense to any brunettes out there. Uh, all of you look great. I just liked when my hair looked pretty and red. So, <laughs> obviously, when I finally got to um, – dye it red I kept it red and since my hair has that natural pigment even though red fades really quickly my hair still keeps red in it pretty well because it already has that in it anyways this all to say that if you ever are a actual natural redhead and again I'm not even like that much of a redhead I have like just a little bit of red hue to my hair it is so hard to go blonde so 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 hard because it is even though red fades so quickly it also is one of the colors that like you just cannot get out. Like <laughs> you bleach your hair, you tone your hair, whatever, and you're still like, oh, it's like kind of got this goldy orangey hue to it. Like it takes such a long process. And as someone who has done it before, don't do it. It's not worth it. Just keep the red. <laughs> like it's such a hard hue to get out. Bethany was a blonde when I first yeah, met her. That's true. It is yeah. true. It was a process. And so was I. Yeah. And I was only blonde because I had just gotten hired at Universal. I had gone really blonde because I wanted pink, which I was pink for a little bit. And I got hired at Universal and obviously could not redo my pink because they had rules against it. And I was too broke and I lived in a new city. Um, so I was like, I'll just stay blonde for a little bit. And I did. And it's it's not it's not a look for me. Michael Ann, I can 100% tell everyone, pulls off blonde much better than I do. <laughs> Much, much it's, better. It's Your blonde face was so better. Expense. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's a lot of effort. I like, yeah. I think though, this is a quick compliment corner, everyone. I uh, I stand by what I said that you pull up blonde better, but I think darker works really well for you because it just like makes your eyes pop. Like I just think it goes well with your like, your skin tone and your eyes. You're just like, Ooh, I don't know. Thank it pops you. better. So Thank yeah. you. Just one of those people. You're a chameleon. Just pull it all off. <laughs> so here we are. Um, back to oh yeah, talking about the stupid things that girls have done for boys. And oh, they're like talking to Thisbe about like things that you shouldn't do. And mm-hmm. uh so Auden's advice is don't flirt with a girl's boyfriend in her own kitchen. Um, or answer the question, what kind of a name is that? Which I like that this is just like a running joke now between these girls, like Auden, which I'm being like, um, oh, yes. So, yeah, don't answer that, which is great. And um, and Leah's like, and you know, someone will ask her that with a name like this. Be and it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maggie's advice mm. is stay clear of cute boys on bikes, which is fair. Um, she says is easier said than done. 
And Auden, of course, who is hardcore crushing on Eli is like, uh, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> about that? Uh, about mm-hmm. that? Oh, they're kind of talking about like that, the like the Jake thing go. And she's like, oh, you know, I have. Um, the thought is interrupted because um, Adam stops by and he very dramatically is like, so ladies, an announcement. And they're like, are you selling <laughs> this entire this entire bit? Like the, the lead up to this, their advice to this being this whole bit is also just very funny. Um, are you selling candy bars to raise money for math club again? And he's like, that was eighth grade. <laughs> so they did it was in eighth grade. They're like still ripping him for it. It's very funny. Um, so he says hot dog party the first of the summer after work at me and Wallace's. And Esther says to count her out because she's a vegetarian. And the note that I wrote here was, my people. (laughs) (laughs) Veggie dogs are very good, though. Ten out of ten would recommend a veggie dog. Um, And so he says that. He's like, bam, tofu pups just for you. He's like, "Mm, no excuses. You got to go now. Um, And so then Leah asks, is the bathroom going to be clean? And she's like, isn't it? And Adam says, isn't it always? And they're like, "Mm, about that. Not not necessarily. Um, So they said, it's been a long time since the last hot dog party. What's the occasion? And he says, this is the housewarming party that they were supposed to have like ages ago. Uh, Esther asks if Eli's coming. Adam says that he's invited. Of course, Auden's ears are like perking up because she's like, what, mm-hmm. Eli? Hmm? And <laughs> yeah. And I like that they said, so then of course, Maggie, who like Maggie is like the go-to explainer of the group, explains the hot dog party was one of Abe's big traditions. He used to have them every Saturday at Eli and his place, hot dogs, baked beans, and then Leah adds potato chips for the vegetable because obviously it's a vegetable. Obviously. obviously. And popsicles for dessert. Um, so they call it an a- IHDP for short or an impromptu hot dog party. And so, yes, yeah, so we learn a little bit more about Abe and his traditions. And again, we can now understand why the girls are a little like, is Eli going to come? Because clearly this is something that was very much like a mm-hmm. him and Abe thing. And as we know, he has kind of cut himself off from a lot of this friend group and a lot of things he used to do um because of the obviously grief and guilt that he has been feeling yeah yeah i think it's really thoughtful by the way that he already had tofu dogs for us i know truly that is very sweet that is very sweet my guy friends in high school were not nice to me except for yeah a couple of them and shout out to them uh one of them's dead <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm, yeah yeah I, I, texted, I texted my friend i was like listening to the song called like who won the breakup or whatever and i'm like who won the breakup me or my dead ex-boyfriend <laughs> see we can joke about these things now people that's that's what we call healing <laughs> I'm sorry for my trauma jokes. Get ready for Thursday. Get ready for Thursday. <laughs> Buckle up. On Thursday, we're taking down the patriarchy. That's what the official hate spitter rate bomb asked. And we're like, hells yeah, we are. And we're also doing some trauma jokes. <laughs> These are the yep. things. These are the things you can expect from Thursday episodes, okay? Uh, basically yep. the same as Tuesday episodes, just yes, with more honestly. flavor. <laughs> yes. Less decent. Less decent, more more of our just being unhinged. Yes. <laughs> um, so then they're like kind of debating like, oh, I guess we'll go like blah, blah, blah. Um, and 
you know, she's like, I don't really know if I want to. So then she's talking about she's at work. Uh, she's just kind of like moving Fisbee's stroller back and forth around 830. Heidi and her dad pick them up. Um, everybody's like freaking out about how good Heidi looks. Maggie says, you're super skinny already. Very 2008. Of yeah. Her. Yeah. My God, you just bounced back and it's like oh hate that expression yeah, I, I hate that um and then maggie kind of says like the story of thisby is pretty tragic actually and she kind of shows how much of a nerd she is because she knows the real story of thisby not the shakespeare version mm-hmm. the original the og thisby the og that's how much of a classics nerd she is we were mm-hmm. she she loves it and Oh, oh, he just says, oh, it was repri- rep- rep- it was reprised in Shakespeare in a farcical. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Michael Ann? <laughs> farcical. <laughs> like popsicle. That's popsicle. Farcical. Um... <laughs> so then it's like even more so it's like why did you name your daughter Thisbe if it's this like tragic right. story like men 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 Ugh, need we say, say more <sighs> so then they all decide you know what we're gonna go to the hot dog party just for like a little bit um and when they're t- talking about this um in front of the store unfortunately um I almost said Heidi. I almost said Hayden. Let's get your shit together, Michael Ann. Auden sees <laughs> Melissa and Eli over by the bike shop. They're chatting, and then she kind of like sits down on the bench and puts her head on his shoulder. And Auden kind of like, you know, has a moment where she's like, oh man, shit, he doesn't like me. He's back with Melissa. Which, like, obviously not. Obviously not. Obviously not, girlfriend. I also yeah. have to ask, like, all these people live alone. Like, they live on their own. Like, Right. Which it's like, you just graduated from high school. Well, not all. Eli, he is a little older. So I wonder if a lot of the boys in the group are, like, his age. But still surprising how many of them live alone. Like, they're, like, 18, 19. And it's like, and you all just, like, live in Colby by yourself. I know. Kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, they're they're better at life than I am. Yeah, so he's they they go to their house. Their house has a name, Sentimental Journey. Which she says that um, they didn't pick it; the landlords did. It's a beach thing, you know, naming houses. And it's like, yes, that is a thousand percent accurate. Anytime we have ever gone to stay at a beach house on the coast of Carolina, they do always have names. So I wrote a note that just said, can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, Yeah, because here again, so this is why I was so confused. It says the last place Wallace, Wall, the last place Wallace lived. So Wallace is on his second lease. Second lease. lease. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you all are like, yeah, it's interesting. He must be like 20 or 19. They must be. Um, yeah, I would just. I think so. I think they're meant to be a wee bit older than like yeah. Auden and and Maggie are. Eli and Abe used to live in um, Summer Lovin', and 
so yeah they're kind of shitting on the house because it's like shitty it's gross and it obviously a real like young boys live in 20 year old boy place yeah yeah exactly 100 (laughs) percent. it's like you wake up in this kind of place after like a frat party and you're like whoa (laughs) so then i like how they pull out beer and he's like please use he's like there are coasters to your left yeah and like the the coffee table is like already totally stained and ruined but maggie uses one maggie uses a coaster because adam asked her to ask him yes and Mm -hmm. i think that's a little thingy thing yep whether she wants to admit it or not Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then we find out that adam really likes to take pictures he took a lot He took a lot for the yearbook. He is their age. Yeah, so I'm I'm just but confused. But it didn't say Adam lived in a different place. It said Wallace. Sure, Wallace did. So maybe Wallace is a little bit older than Adam, which, okay, that could theoretically be true. Also, uh feel a little called out. He was the yearbook editor. He was relentless with the camera. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, but we've all been there. I mean, me, uh, former yeah. editor, editor in chief of my yearbook. Good times. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're all like, "Oh my god, Adam, we agreed since you had to like document everything for like two years while you were the editor of the yearbook that the second we graduated high school, no more pictures." And I, I gotta agree with this point here. He said, "Fine." Um, but years from now, when you're feeling nostalgic about this summer and yet can't really reminisce because of a lack of documentation, don't blame me. And it's like, yes. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you all are going to wish that you had some more of these photos. Even if you do look back on your photos from 2009 and go, were these taken on a potato? Because as someone who recently experienced that, you're like, wow, who knew we've advanced that much? But were the, these photos seem so crisp at the time. <laughs> they, yeah, they really did. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah i gotta feel i feel him on this one i agree with you adam i'm on your side yes me too i thought it was kind of dramatic of them to be so against it personally. yeah to be honest so then jake rolls in as obnoxious as always mm-hmm. and they go out to the backyard and start to have um their hot dog mm-hmm. he says an hour later i had one beer two tofu dogs and despite my efforts to keep up with the party and conversation around me entirely too much time to run over what i'd seen on the boardwalk with eli and felissa this girl has got mm-hmm. it bad <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so she's at this party she's trying to party but she's not doing a great job and then she ends up getting a phone call from um, from uh, uh, from Hollis. And I almost said Wallace because it's Very there's similar. a Wallace and a Hollis in this novel. And it's, it doesn't usually confuse me. But in that moment, it tripped me up. Um, 
But anyways, I did like this part where she says, uh, just then my phone rang and I felt surprised by how quickly I jumped to answer it, thinking it might be Eli, who I realized a beat later did not have my phone number. <laughs> like she's so like, <laughs> so, you know, she's so swooning over him that she's like, oh my God, it's Eli. He's calling me. He knows I'm thinking about him clearly. And then it's like, shit, he doesn't actually even have my phone number. Um, but yeah, so she's uh, done already answered it now though. And it's her brother Hollis. And he's like you'll never guess where i am and she's like tell me and he's like home and she legitimately thinks he says rome because there's no way he's home like he just has been jet setting in europe for two years you know and she's like home since when and he's like yeah about two hours ago like crazy story let me tell you where are you and she's like a party and he's like what really because yeah, like that is both both of these statements are shocking from both of them mm-hmm. one that he is home and two that she is at a party and so he tells her he's you know she's like what brings you back and he's like not what who and she's like what and he's like odd i think i'm in love (laughs) (laughs) and she's like uh okay who um and so he tells her about laura and how she's amazing and he met her at a youth hostel and of course mind you she had just met what was it tara i think at the beginning of the novel who was his girlfriend that she was like this isn't gonna last um but this one he's like come back with so who knows you know maybe it means something and um so she's like you're definitely have to be messing with me like you're in paris there's no way you flew back to the states because you're in love so he puts her like their mom on and she's like yes it's true your brother's in love and he's in my kitchen he's ruining my grad wine and cheese night where i hook up with the grad students (laughs) those are the vibes she's giving off for sure and she's like oh wow okay it's like how long is this gonna happen he's like as long as laura will have me he is he's smitten hardcore smitten kitten and um and yeah and so she's just like okay then um you know glad you're back good chat and then she kind of walks into a conversation about you know how Eli, everyone's like upset that he's not there. And it's like, well, Eli doesn't really do things anymore. And Maggie's all like, maybe, like, maybe he does do things. Like, maybe it's just not, it's just not with you. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Because she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows things. She knows things. Then he assumes she's talking about Belissa. She's like, no, obviously not. Then we find out that Belissa has a new boyfriend some guy from the U um, mm-hmm. who he tends bar he's a bartender and then so she told him so that's what Belissa was telling him today on the bench was that she had a right. boyfriend and I'm sure he was like I could not care less could not care he's like oh I really needed to be informed of this cool thanks so much for stopping by <laughs> right. thank you for your time yeah so then Adam's like oh when I said when I invited him he said he had plans t- with someone to run errands Everyone's like, Aaron's, what the fuck? At night? Everyone's like, what? And sh- but she knows. Auden knows. She's like, he's talking about me. He's talking about mm-hmm. night. So she goes into the kitchen and she pulls out the white pages. White pages. Hey. <laughs> some color uh, the pages. Uh, some color the pages. Oh, it just says Colby phone book. Oh. Colby yeah. phone book. So and she calls the laundromat because she knows Eli's going to be there. Um, and he is. And so she's like, I got dragged to a hot dog party. Um, you should basically come pick me up. Mm-hmm. She's like, I miss you, boo-boo. 
Come get me, Boofang. And he's like, mm, be right over, Boofang. <laughs> he's like, I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10, baby. And then what's strange is she goes back out to the back deck. And it's like, mm-hmm. first, and it's 17 minutes. And it's like, wouldn't, wouldn't you check the front door at 10 minutes and be like, right. like but, anyway, oop, but anyway, she doesn't. Then Leah's like, I want to leave. I want to go somewhere. And Maggie's like, it's too late to go anywhere. It's past midnight. And Leah's complaining. She's like, oh, we're doing this again. Like, we're with the same people. Blah, 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 blah. Kind of whiny. Um, And then we see Auden makes a reference to the best of times picture frame, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Just for the reader. And then Eli Eli walks into the party <laughs> and everyone goes dead silent. Yeah. Way to be chill about it, y'all. Maybe this is why he doesn't hang out with you all anymore because you're effing weirdos about shit. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe he's like, I don't really want to be stared at silently and treated awkwardly by my friends. So no thank you. Yeah, dead silence or whatever. And he's like, um, you know, they were all staring at him or whatever. And he's like, I just came for the hot dogs. And Adam, who I just think is just so excited to be having a hot dog party and for Eli to be there, is like, hot dogs, here's a hot dog. <laughs> Get your hot dogs here. And um, then I think Maggie is, like, trying to make it, like, not weird. And so she's like, let's have a normal conversation and not be having weirdos, you whole lot. And she's like, how's it going with the shop? Come up with a name yet? And they're all they're talking about, like, their different ideas. Again, this is kind of a recurring theme, them all pitching names for this place. Um, mm-hmm. Pump cycles is what Wallace wants to go for and uh, Adam says it sounds menstrual which is just <laughs> I mean your cycle I get it I, yeah. I kind of get it yeah Jake suggests the name he suggests the name flatline bikes and then Adam's like nobody wants to go on vacation and think about and rent a bike and think about dying in an accident and if there was a moment where a record could scratch, it would be right here. I'd be like, <laughs> the whole party would just go. <gasps> yep. yep. Everyone goes dead silent. Everyone's mm-hmm. feeling super awkward. Super awkward. And Auden's like, I don't want this to be awkward. I feel bad for him. Like, no, this is not what he wants. So she just reaches over and chucks some baked beans in his face. Yep. Good old food fight. That's some real childhood stuff right there. We love to see it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll skip every single food fight, please. Gross. Fucking gross. I think you need not apply. Need not apply. Yeah, so then they get into a huge food fight, which personally sounds fucking disgusting, but everybody's having fun, so... What a mess to clean up. Not to be an old fuddy-duddy about this, but... Right. <sighs> no, thank you. And, like, it would clog your shower within yeah. seconds. Like you wouldn't yeah. even be able to get all this shit off in the shower because it would clog your shower. And then you'd have to clean. My OCD doesn't like this conversation. Okay. So Eli and Auden kind of like fight, 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 fight. And then they end up in the kitchen. He's trapped her. She's trying to time out. And he's like, no, you have to formally surrender. And she's like, I never, sur- I'm not good at surrendering. And then they, they are just like standing there together alone and she just says like I'm really sorry about your friend not awkward at all just like something she needed to say and he is right. like, cool he's like Genuine thanks thing. 
Um, and then they just like have this moment where they're like staring into each other's eyes. And it's like, Autumn's like, I just want to reach out and brush his hair from his face, his hair yeah. covered in beans. No, thank you. <laughs> and then she kind of gets knocked out of this trance because Adam jumps in and takes a picture of them. Um, and she says, uh, I knew I w- it was likely I'd never see this picture, but even if I did, it wouldn't come close to capturing everything I was feeling right then. If I ever did get a copy, I already had the perfect place for it. A blue frame, a few words etched beneath the best of times. Aww, I love that. Aww. I love that. I love, again, are these two girlies into food fights? Nah, we're no. good things. But I love this reaction so much. Again, everyone was making things hella awkward when Eli showed up, which I understand. Like, it is hard when you like they knew both of them they knew that this has happened whatever and again Auden has the upper hand in which she came into the situation not knowing at first and now she knows but she also knows that Eli like doesn't want to be treated any differently because of it and I just think she handled the situation like like this is what he wants he wants to be able to be normal about like to be able to hang out with his friends and then whatever so just like this completely devolving to this massive food fight them having this adorable sweet little romantic moment yeah, like this is just some good, good, first of all, fun, which is what Auden needs in her life. Some like good, silly childhood fun and just like a really good, sweet moment for Eli as well. And it's just really sweet. The best of times. Ah, the adorable. Best of times. So great. I just love them together. We love it. They're so, man, Sarah Dawson, just always writing just the cutest little couples. Just the best bands. The best bands in town. The best bands in town, for sure. Uh, so, many, so many good things. So many good things. And that was it. That was us that was sticking mostly short, reading a whole one chapter. I hope yes. you all enjoy this new format. Um, let us know, but also be kind to us because we're yes. we're gentle souls. <laughs> Yes, uh, be be truthful, but also in like but a really nice, nice way, so that way. we don't cry. Yeah, because you know? I'm a very easy crier. <laughs> yeah, so no, don't make same. don't make us cry. But we hope that you're all doing well. I really hope that CC finds out soon what vagina Christmas is because she's been in the Discord being like, I need to catch up so I know. For all of you who know and celebrate Vagina Christmas, we wish you all a early, happy, merry Vagina Christmas. And how many episodes <laughs> are we going to end with it? I don't know. But the limit does not uh, exist. And not. yeah, we'll see you on th- This is fun. We could be like, hey, see you on Thursday. So we'll yeah, see. Well, Thursday. you'll hear from us, I guess, on Thursday. We'll talk okay. to We'll chat then. We're excited. Come yeah. come bring your coffee. Bring a blankie. A nice pumpkin scented candle. Tis the season. Tis the damn season, as Taylor Swift once said. And yeah, great. Just pumpkin spicy and bitches. Less ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Goodbye.